0: Well, good evening, everybody, good afternoon, good morning, depending on where you are in the world. Welcome to Dose Nation. I am your host, Jake Kettle. Thanks for joining us. It's Saturday, July 13th, 5 p.m. here on the East Coast. Broadcasting live, of course, with me, as always, is co-host and founder of DoseNation.com, James Kent, also author of Psychedelic Information Theory.
1: James, how are you today? I'm doing great. I got my mom visiting this week, so it's fun around here. That's (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like fun. Fun and busy. And also... Kids, mom, wife, dog.
0: And also in the studio, I have my friend Donnie with me here as well. We're both uh, New Jersey summer residents. Summer rules. Yeah.
1: Uh, it, it,
0: we're both New Jersey residents, and uh, we're going to be talking today to Ken Walski, who is the director for the Coalition of Medical Marijuana New Jersey. And uh, there's been a lot of problems in the state as far as the medical marijuana program goes. And um, we're going to state talk- of New Jersey. Yes, the state of New Jersey. Um and I know, uh, you know, from seeing it firsthand, from reading the report. So, Ken, welcome to the program. Uh, it's, it's great to have you on. Thanks for joining
2: us. Well, thank you, Jake and James, and, um, uh, thank you, uh, for joining us, Tony.
0: So, so, let me, let, let me first ask you, how did you, um, how did you begin to approach the subject, uh, of medical marijuana? What is your background, um, that sort of brought you into, um, this sort of activism?
2: I'm a registered nurse, Jake. i uh been an RN here in New Jersey, and, um, and I also worked in Pennsylvania for the last 37 years. So uh, in August, I'll be starting my 38th year as an RN. And, you know, I, I saw it as a patient perspective. Back, back in the day, we always knew that marijuana helped for glaucoma and for the nausea and vomiting associated with chemotherapy. But, um, you know, we just really began to realize how... how um, extensive and how what a, what a great therapeutic uh, potential marijuana has for so many different diseases um, and, and conditions. I, I ran into a glaucoma patient uh, in early 90s uh, who was going blind from glaucoma and he, uh, <clears throat> he used marijuana on the, on the advice of his doctor and his doctor uh, and, and he, was, uh, he, he was arrested and he was uh, found guilty despite the fact that his doctor testified at his trial and he spent a year in federal prison um because he was you know following the advice of his doctor basically. And while he was in prison, the, the government confiscated his home and his farm for growing marijuana. So, you know, I mean, I, to me, this was a, a, not only a, a, patient, a patient's rights issue, but, you know, a, a tremendous social justice issue that, that I felt compelled to address, Jake.
0: And it is a, I mean, it is a major social justice issue. If you look at our prisons, a lot of people are in jail for marijuana offenses right next to people who are in there for violent offenses and for, you know, other things. And of course, you know, as you said, people who are sick, who have real medical problems, um, don't have access, uh, or and if they do have access or they do use it, uh, you know, prior to the, to certain states legalizing medical marijuana, they would be thrown in jail. So, as you're, you know, as an RN from a from a medical perspective, seeing all
1: of this, um. How did you? No, hey Ken, I wanted to butt in here and ask. And it, was this something that you, uh, when you say we, was this just your nursing colleagues that you noticed that more, more and more people were using cannabis therapeutically than were in the in the literature? Oh because
2: yes, yes, absolutely. Just when, a regular when I, just, thing. when I discussed it with my nursing colleagues, you know, there was general acceptance for the, uh, you know, therapeutic uses of marijuana. Uh, you know, at least which, I, of course, I, I,
1: date date back thousands of years. I mean, there's yeah. There, we yes. can go into all of that, but we don't need to. Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking about the modern modern but, world. But right. you guys were just – you. so as but, a registered nurse, yeah, in your daily practice, go ahead.
2: Yeah, uh, well, what I did was I, 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 I researched the issue after I ran into that gentleman who was, you know, arrested and uh, brutalized by the government for using marijuana uh, at his doctor's recommendation and because he was going blind and because, you know, other members of his family had already gone blind from the same hereditary condition. Um, you know I, I researched it for a number of years, and then I brought my research to the New Jersey State Nurses Association in two thousand and two and I asked them if they would not um, endorse medical marijuana and you know they kicked it around for about a year and uh, and uh, you know I had to defend the proposition but but generally, they were very supportive and in fact they did uh, they did endorse uh, they passed a resolution unanimously at, at their convention in Atlantic City in two thousand and two uh endorsing medical marijuana and uh and then the the American Nurses Association the very next year uh endorsed medical marijuana and they said it was the right of patients to have marijuana so so nurses have been very very supportive of of this issue you know we're patient advocates and we uh, you know we're very pragmatic and we work with what works and and um, and you know we do our own assessments you know we use our own ha- hands and eyes and ears and all of our senses really to to assess how patients are doing so you know when we see how patients respond to medical marijuana, when when they're having problems with other drugs, and you know as, as part of a therapeutic regimen, um, you know the, it, there's little uh, there's little doubt that that uh, that uh, nurses uh, are wholeheartedly supportive of uh, of medical marijuana.
0: So <clears throat> the nurses are behind it. Um, you know doctors are behind it now. Uh,
1: when did you? Let's let's talk. Let's just step back a little okay. bit and talk about um. There's I don't know what is it twelve states now that I think recognize medical marijuana and there may be more. I'm no, there's ni- ni- 19, nineteen. Actually, oh, 19 um, now.
2: Yeah, yeah. We uh, well, new uh, New Hampshire just passed a law. So um, uh, yes, um, uh, we New Jersey was the fourteenth state back in two thousand and ten, and then since then, uh, um, well. Uh, Delaware passed a law, and uh, uh, let's see what else. Um, uh, oh, uh, uh, Arizona passed a law, and Connecticut passed a law. So, uh, actually, and, um, and 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 right now we're and uh, we're we're up to 19 states. Oh, I mean, and that's not even counting Maryland, which uh, passed a medical marijuana law. But
1: uh, so, what is the ex- status of medical marijuana in New Jersey right now?
2: Uh, well, the, the the New Jersey Compassionate Use Medical Marijuana Act passed in in January of 2010. It was signed into law, and when Governor Corzine signed that bill into law, they you know the state of New Jersey officially recognized marijuana as medicine. So you know that that was a major major step. Um, you know, New Jersey a powerful state. We're a very rich state, and. Um, you know, for New Jersey to uh, to pass some uh, medical marijuana and recognize it, uh, you know, it, it was a major step forward. You know, however, <clears throat> implementing the uh, the process, uh, the medical marijuana act, has been you know a major headache here in New Jersey for the last three and a half years. Yeah, so, and, and this is a major
0: you know, po- uh, point that I, I that we wanted to discuss with you because when it comes to okay, the law's passed. You know, people have debated it. Everybody's argued about it, and okay, the law's passed now now comes time to implement it. And from what I've seen around the state and from what I've read, the implementation is going horribly. I mean, patients don't have access to uh, medicinal marijuana. I believe there's only one clinic that, that, that is, that, that's open right now or one compassion center where they're dispensing the marijuana. Um, I also heard that there was a class action lawsuit that was up against the state uh for for i for the two, basically three year delay that they've put on this on on the implementation of the bill so um wh- what are your thoughts on all of this on on all of the uh, re- at least recent happenings uh with the implementation of of the medical marijuana bill
2: yeah well you know the uh, the compassionate use medical marijuana act was introduced into the legislature in, in New Jersey in in 2005 uh, and uh, so the legislature kicked it around and had various hearings about it, uh, at least four hearings uh, uh, in, over the course of five years before they passed it into law. Uh, and the, the original bill that was introduced was a very good bill. It uh, it, it allowed for uh, home cultivation. Patients and, and caregivers uh, could cultivate um, up to six plants each in a program run by the Department of Health. Um, and uh, it allowed for ID cards, uh, recognition of ID cards from out of state for medical marijuana patients, and uh, it also allowed for chronic pain for any reason. And that version of the bill actually passed in the New Jersey Senate in February of 2009. But when the bill went to the uh, when the bill went to the Assembly, uh, then there were the bill. The bill was essentially seriously undermined. Uh, Alternative, uh, these um, home cultivation was was removed along with chronic pain for any reason, and along with recognition of out of state ID cards. And instead of having patients wait, wait, produce- what's the
1: what's the what's the the point of taking chronic pain out? Is it too easily abused, or what what's the argument there?
2: Well, you know, there, there wasn't any justification for doing it. They, uh, they just did it, but obviously, it was to limit the the program, limit the program. You know, it was a political decision, certainly not a medical decision. Chronic pain was recognized as as a qualifying condition in the case of cancer and AIDS, uh, uh, HIV/AIDS, but uh, but it was not it was, it was not recognized for any other reason. So you know, it it, it made no sense uh, to to do that, uh, and and it just served to limit the people who were going to be able to participate in this program.
0: Of course, I mean, yeah, but, s- s- someone so, who. Someone who has you know chronic uh, back pain from a herniated disc is you know in, in a lot of pain too
2: absolutely <laughs> absolutely you know pain is pain you know so you know people who have you know i mean I, I know extensive pa- patients who have extensive burns and you know that that's a terrible type of pain and and yet it, it, it doesn't qualify under the under the New Jersey law uh fibromyalgia doesn't qualify. So many other so many other cases of chronic pain uh do not qualify under the New Jersey law. It, it was just terrible what happened um, you know to this bill and it was basically done um, at the Assembly Health Committee hearing uh just you know and and the advocates who were there to uh testify in support of the bill were not even given a copy of the bill with the with the changes that were made in it. And one of the big changes was home cultivation was taken out of the bill.
0: And that's now, a big you know, part because many states instead of have allowing, that. I'm sorry. I said and that's a very large part because many states have that. I mean that's that's a oh, crucial yes. part of many Absolutely. states, you know. And
2: it was not it was not really a problem. It was not something that was on the federal radar at all. You know, these um allowing patients to have access and allowing patients to produce uh, their own medicine. I mean this this is a tremendous uh you know uh, potential cost savings for patients uh... that you know they they don't have to go to uh... expensive pharmaceutical drugs uh... if they're if they don't have health insurance they don't have to purchase uh... uh... you know very expensive health insurance they can um... you know they can actually produce their own medicine and they can titrate it to control their symptoms while under medical supervision you know in a program run by the department of health i mean it's not just you know just you know uh, willy-nilly it's 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 still a strictly controlled program and these programs where, where you have home cultivation, it's about in thirteen other states, I believe. Um, you know, the, it does not it it's not associated with uh, with widespread problems uh, of of abuse or uh, any other type of problems. But anyway, home cultivation was taken out of our bill and. the the marijuana that is available in New Jersey is only available through these alternative treatment centers. Can
1: can I I ask a a question here? Is there any political constituency, i.e. people, voters, people who vote in polls, who wanted those measures taken specifically, or was this purely political grandstanding by one party over another?
2: (laughs) There was, you know, there was resistance to the Medical Marijuana Act, it, and like I said, it did take five years, and 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 the, a number of people testified against it. And one of the uh, one of the main um, groups were substance abuse counselors uh, or the substance abuse industry. Um, you know, the substance abuse industry uh, testified against uh, the medical marijuana law in New Jersey consistently. Members of law enforcement, uh, especially narcotics officers, testified against it. Um, and uh you know i mean the you know the, the healthcare professionals were were supportive of this uh doctors were some doctors groups were supportive and others uh basically uh had no opinion about it but the american college of physicians was supportive the american academy of family physicians was supportive so um uh you know it it tended to get more um support from liberal democrats and democrats in general than it did from republicans um conservative Republicans in in the state of New Jersey, but um uh on the other hand, some of it it did have bipartisan support you know so uh, you know a, a, a more or less libertarian uh, Republican uh Michael Patrick Carroll, was one of the main sponsors of the bill so it, it's a little hard to say who 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 was responsible for uh you know the the restrictions that were on the bill um, you know some of these things uh, you know the, uh, government, does still function behind closed doors in New Jersey, and and, um, and many people believe that uh, you know the uh, the uh, uh, people who who uh, uh, lobby and uh, and and make con- campaign contributions, uh, you know, have more of an ear they have more of the legislator's ear than than the people in the state.
1: Can
3: but I'm sorry, well, I'd like I mean, to I I'd try like try to follow up that point.
1: Better, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess my question is: if somebody is lobbying to limit the access to medical marijuana, who is that? Yeah, we, you know, I, I, and you're, I, saying, I, it's, I, and I, you're I, saying it's and you're I, saying it's law enforcement, it's substance abuse counselors, and maybe. Maybe the pharmaceutical industry, maybe pharmaceutical and the industry. And, yeah, and yes. how big is that yes. in New Jersey? I'm guessing it's very large.
2: Um, oh yes, yeah, absolutely. We're one of the largest pharma. We have one of the largest pharmaceutical industries of of any state. I think we're number two or three in the nation. So, um, yes, we do have a big pharmaceutical industry. But, uh, but exactly how how involved they were in lobbying against uh, this, I don't really know. You know, certainly they they're major campaign contributors. Uh, but uh, but did they actually come out and identify themselves as opponents of medical marijuana? I can't really say that they did. You know, not not when I was attending the the hearings uh, that were taking place in Trenton.
3: Well, Ken, since we're on the uh, the topic of pharmaceuticals, I'd like to ask you a question as a medical professional. Um, okay. I work at a local pharmacy. Um, it's a little mom and pop shop, and we have. You know, a a large majority of our patrons are either receiving some form of, or some form of painkiller, or, you know, they're on half a dozen different medications. Um, compared to the usage of marijuana as medicine, which is more damaging to your body? Long-term usage of pharmaceuticals and, or, you know, Eating a, a brownie to help you alleviate the yeah. pain in your back.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I, marijuana really has a safety profile that is the envy of most pharmaceuticals. Uh, you know, you look at a, a simple over—not even a prescription drug. You look at a simple over-the-counter drug like acetaminophen, uh, which is the main ingredient in Tylenol, which
1: I love, by the way. <laughs> Do it's a, I think yeah. it's a great painkiller, but uh, yes, it mean, does have I mean, its yeah, it does have its downsides. You know?
2: Yeah, the downside is uh, the leading cause of liver failure in the United States. Right. Acetaminophen. <laughs> so you know, I mean, that, that's a major downside.
0: Good thing I don't take it. And and,
2: <laughs> and, uh, and you know, marijuana isn't isn't processed like that. It, it hasn't been shown to be damaging to the liver. So you know, it, it really does have an enviable safety profile. Uh, you know, the the side effects are, are quite manageable. Um, and, um, you know, you should be cautious around driving and operating heavy machinery if you're a naive user, uh, that sort of thing. But, um, uh, you know, uh, I think long-term effects and, and uh, side effects are, are quite manageable with marijuana and, and really uh, uh, rival uh, and should be a, a, a very real rival to uh, uh, pharmaceutical um, analgesics.
1: Well, that's the real question: is that how many of these people coming into this the store where Donnie works, if they had access to medical marijuana, would just stop filling those prescriptions? I mean, what are your? They didn't need them anymore. I, I mean, what do you that, think, Donnie? I
3: well, mean, <laughs> I I can make my own opinion from you know the year and a half of experience that I have working there, and most of the people who are on you know narcotic medications and you know have. When they like have opioids, these, yeah, or opiates. Yeah, when they have these addictive uh, properties, uh, you know, medications start getting filled a little sooner and a little sooner and a little sooner, and then a new doctor fills him a medication, and, you know, then we have all these uh, guidelines set up where we have to contact the federal government, and instead of using a, a substance that is so addictive and so damaging to you, like, I don't understand why... Uh, it can't be a viable alternative. William
0: Randolph Hearst? I don't know. Doesn't uh, make much sense. The paper industry, in 1930s. I mean, you know, we can go all back into that history, but <clears throat> I mean, it's you know, it, it was mainly due to economic reasons. It was mainly, and, and 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 actually, Ken, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was also used as a is a racial thing in the beginning as well. Um, you know, well, oh, the Mexican people smoke it. Uh, African. I think people used anything they could it. as a racial. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, tool, no, right, they were racially right, right. inclined back then, right? And you know, I mean, and, and that I was think part of the It just itself
1: well to that sort of abuse, also as a almost as a bonus. I don't think that was why it was 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 made illegal. I think everything is made illegal because somebody's afraid. Of well, something. somebody's
0: afraid, and somebody's losing money.
1: Well, yeah, that's a different kind of fear, though. It's, it's the, the fear of losing my my profit margin. Right to hemp.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, A lot of people and, and, and the federal government's been exaggerating the dangers and and denying the benefits of marijuana for cannabis um you know since at least 1937 with the passage of the marijuana tax act uh you know they they've been saying that marijuana leads to insanity, criminality and death and uh, and they've just been denying the benefits well, what does and, they, and, can, and they and they continue to deny the benefits to this day. To oh, this of day, course, the federal government does
0: not recognize any yeah.
1: medical uses of marijuana let me interject here
0: quickly you know I actually saw I think it was the director of the FBI it was, it was a, a video uploaded in 2009 or 2010 and Donnie watched it with me we were sitting here in the East Coast studio we're watching this video and uh, a congressman is you know hammering the director of the FBI you know on questions about medical marijuana and the guy just can't answer them I mean well why is it bad and I mean it's just like the guy has no answer he has he has he has no he has no ammunition, you know. Right. I mean, and this right. is and this is somebody who's supposed to be heading, you know, spearheading the fight against marijuana. I mean, he can't even support it. You know, they can't even support their own position.
2: Right. It's um. It, it is a difficult position because it's it's false, <laughs> you know. It's false that that you know clearly the science is on the side of of the, of marijuana. Uh, As medicine, Uh, you know, there's an entire new emerging science called the science of the endocannabinoid system. You know, uh, this—that I mean—it's very recent science. It was only discovered in the late 1980s and 1990s. You know, this series of receptors in every organ of the human body for the components of marijuana, Uh, and and this this explains scientifically why marijuana can be so useful in controlling so many different. Uh, symptoms and conditions and 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 diseases, uh, you know. Um, New Jersey has the most strict marijuana law in the nation, and yet we recognize it for a host of things. I mean, we just recognize it for neurological problems like Lou Gehrig's disease and multiple sclerosis and muscular dystrophy. For we recognize it for uh, Crohn's disease, you know, a bowel condition. We recognize it for you know any terminal illness, for seizure disorders. We recognize it for for muscle spasticity, for glaucoma. Uh, And for HIV, AIDS, and cancer, for for pain and nausea and vomiting and wasting syndrome. I mean, it's a a whole host of things, and this is just the tip of the iceberg of marijuana's therapeutic potential.
0: Now, I I actually want to ask about this specifically, because one of the things that I noticed as I was doing research on the New Jersey Medical Marijuana Program is that there are no psychological disorders listed. Right. Under the, right. Yes. Whereas in yeah. many many other states, depression, anxiety, and these types of things are listed and are very you know it's very commonly prescribed.
2: Exactly. So, so, exactly. Yeah. W- yeah. Well. Yeah. That's that's a major failing. No. No mental or emotional conditions are are recognized. Uh, just those physical conditions that I that I uh, uh, told you about, and you know. Uh, we, we find it, it just, uh, is really an embarrassment, especially when it comes to post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, I mean, here we are, we're supposed to honor our veterans for the service that they performed, uh, for the sacrifices that they made in defending our country, and, and yet they come back with, with PTSD, so many of them, and, and because there is no adequate treatment for PTSD outside of marijuana, uh, these, Veterans are committing suicide at a rate that's, that is, is at least twice the, the rate of, uh, of, uh, non-veterans. And it's just a, shocking, you know, that, that we would ignore the, the medical needs of, of our, our wounded veterans when, when those wounds can't be seen. Right. Of, so. Oh yeah, of course. And I mean, I,
0: not well only I that, think, but, right?
1: I think that we've got a lot of shocking ignoring of our wounded veterans going yeah, on in that, Washington that, right now. And that's, and that's been going beyond, on since beyond Vietnam. on. The, the uh, medical marijuana I, thing. Right. But I wanted, I, I wanted to, um, so the way New Jersey's medical marijuana bill stacks up against others is that it's a more restrictive, uh, prescription model. Whereas here in Washington now, uh, we're trying to figure out whether we need two models because we just basically legalized marijuana. And it's, there's the debate now is, do we need a medical model? If if you can just go out and buy marijuana legally, do you even need a prescription? It becomes like aspirin. No one needs a prescription for aspirin. They just go get it when they they want it. Um, how do you how do you see the states stacking up in the near future? And you know, as Obama's presidency is coming down to its term. It seems like there's, you know, this is a this is almost a bellwether issue because we're reaching like a what what's that called a, a critical mass with the number of states that have now are that are now adopting this. How how is it going to play out? Is are there are the is there going to be a backlash or are there going to be like more states falling under these models and the restrictions opening up a little bit?
2: Well, I it, it, definitely the latter. Um uh you know we we may experience a backlash we certainly did in the seventies I mean we thought uh, uh many of us who were active uh, in marijuana law reform back in the nineteen sixties, 1960s uh, you know thought that uh, there would be uh, marijuana would be legalized in the early seventies um, you know, a number of states had recognized uh the therapeutic potential of marijuana through through ineffective laws over thirty states did back in that back in that day um, in New Jersey, it was one of those states. Uh, uh, we passed the Therapeutic uh, Research Act, uh, um, but but no no patients were actually able to get marijuana back then. Uh, but then, of course, you know the war on drugs was reinvigorated. Um, but as, as in terms of uh, the modern uh, medical marijuana laws, uh, starting with 1996 in California, the Compassionate Use Act, you know, we've seen uh, approximately one state a year uh, adopt a, a medical marijuana law. So. It's been about uh, 18 or 19 years since 1996, and that's almost just uh, exactly how many states we have who have medical marijuana laws. And and uh, you know you're not you're not going to put the genie back in the bottle. I mean, just too many people uh, have have recognized uh, the therapeutic potential of marijuana. There's just too many experiences of of uh, people, and and you know especially with the internet and 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 the social media being able to communicate with one another. Um, oh, it you know, spreads this, like and, wildfire. And, and, and share experiences. You know, it, it's, it really uh, does uh, mean that uh, medical marijuana will uh, eventually be legalized in, in the entire country. But, you know, I, it, it may take a number of years. I mean, it, it, based on this timeline, uh, it would take another five or six years before even 26 states, you know, had passed medical marijuana laws. Now, of course, you have the experience of Washington and Colorado, uh, Passing laws to legalize marijuana uh, altogether, um, you know how that. How that's uh, you know that. Uh, so far, there has been no federal backlash to that, and um, and it, it appears that the federal government is working uh, to establish reasonable regulations. That is to say, to allow these states to uh, adopt their legalized programs uh, and just. To be concerned more about uh, not uh, letting marijuana spread to states that doesn't that do not have these uh, legalized programs. So you know, in, in you know, that case, you know, we're making progress. But you know, yeah. I, 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 it would be foolish of me to make some type of you know estimate of of, uh, you know, when the, when the critical mass is going to happen. But I, I, you know, I, I, would say somewhere within five or ten years anyway, uh, medical marijuana will well, be adopted, adopted throughout the country.
0: Let's say this. I would say that the, and, 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 and this is a, and, I, please don't quote me on this, but I would say by and large, um, the number of younger generation people, I'm gonna say from the ages of 18 to 30, are not anti-marijuana. So once the this 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 kind of older generation, which has the anti marijuana attitude, is phased out of the political arena, and I think uh, you know more so the voting arena as well, you're going to see. I, I in my opinion, I think that you'll see more and more states kind well, of. Well, if there's a it.
1: lobbyist ready to pay a politician to take a position. Against marijuana, there's always going to be a politician standing there ready to take the check and take that position.
0: Oh yeah, of course, but is, but I'm is saying, what I'm
1: thinking. So I mean, but it's I, a little bit more than just oh the social attitudes are going to change as all the old squares die off. Well, what I'm saying, I think, well, I think the, the social attitudes the industry behind politics Oops. also needs to change a little bit well, before everything falls in line at the I, federal level.
0: I would argue that I would argue that the social aspect has already changed and that it's. It's, it's, it's more so going to be a conflict between the people and the industry as opposed to, um, you know, anything else.
1: Like industry hacks versus doctors.
0: Right, industry hacks versus doctors and, you know, the, and the majority of the United, of the population of the U.S.
1: <laughs> you know, okay. well, is it a majority? Do we know what what the what the overall vote is on medical no, no, no. marijuana? We're talking about an, you oh, yeah, know, yeah. I nationwide. What, is, what are the statistics on that? And we're also talking about the future too.
2: Definitely over seventy percent support for medical marijuana. There's no question about that.
1: Nationwide,
2: nationwide, yes. Uh, here in New Jersey, we have 86% of, of the voters support medical marijuana. I mean, it, according to a 2011 Rutgers-Eagleton poll, you know, the Rutgers-Eagleton poll, in the, in the history of their polling, they've never had anything poll that high, you know, <laughs> not even
1: mother-mother. <laughs> oh my God!
2: You know, medical, mar- medical marijuana was the top vote-getter uh... for uh... support and you know i mean it really does reflect the emerging science you know i mean that that's the other thing you you just can't sit on science the federal government's been been denying the science behind it and they've been they've been obstructing the scientific research into the benefits of of medical marijuana and they've been doing it for decades uh... but you you just can't do it indefinitely you know this 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 knowledge is going to get out this this research is going to get out and as much as the federal government doesn't want it to get out uh you know there there really is no stopping it, you know it's like it's like the Catholic Church back in the days of Galileo. you know they can insist that uh you know the the sun revolves around the earth, but it's just you know it's just not gonna stand the test of
0: now wait a minute, Ken, no wait, no, no, who says it now, wait a minute, who says it doesn't who says it doesn't? no, no, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, wait my whole my my whole world view is crashing down. I gotta move the mic, excuse me no, I'm just kidding uh. No, but it's, it is, you are right, I mean, it is, it is pretty close to that. Uh, I mean, uh, in, in principle, it's the same. Uh, the, the, anti, uh, the anti-marijuana lobby is like the Catholic Church during the times of Galileo.
2: Absolutely, you know? absolutely. It, it is completely unscientific, it is completely denying of the, the emerging science of the day. And, um, and it, and it punishes, uh, heretics. <laughs> you know, it punishes people who believe otherwise and, and who practice otherwise.
0: Which is interesting. So, uh, well, I, I, I won't go into the history, but it's interesting because if you look, you know, pre, uh, pre Middle Ages, you know, Aquinas, peaceful, and then you go post that, it starts to get really bloody. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, ugh. anyway, what, once the ancient world collapsed, everything went to hell. But, um, yeah and and actually there was there was uh, evidence of the usage of marijuana in the ancient world too um, well, you know my favorite monk world. is
1: Francois Rabelais, and he wrote um pentagruel and gargantua, which is basically his ode to to pot the pentag- pentagruel ion and uh it's some there's some pretty interesting stuff in the alchemical literature about about marijuana as uh as both a healing herb and something to bring levity and to bring someone's thoughts closer to the mind of God. So it's, you know, it's definitely been sacramentalized uh, over the centuries. Now, not to throw
0: you a curveball, but what are your thoughts on that one, uh, Ken, just out of curiosity, on a personal level?
2: Uh, Well, certainly a number of religions uh, accept marijuana as a sacrament. You know, it, it tends to... Increased spiritual awareness, uh, and tends to, uh, many people feel that it brings, it does bring one closer to, uh, to a godlike, uh, you know, experience. And, um or, or an appreciation of spirituality. I mean, that was one of the, that was one of the, uh, objections that, that we ran into in the 1960s with the, with the marijuana experience. Uh, you know, the materialists and, and the warmongers said, uh, Oh, you know, people who who are using marijuana are are not like us. You know, they they they're not they're not out chasing a, a dollar. They're not uh, uh, they're not out uh, you know marching marching to the same tune that we're marching to. And uh, you know, this this was part of the cultural wars that that uh, that went on in the 1960s. Uh, from so um, and it, it was more. Marijuana. The marijuana experience then led to an exploration of different lifestyles and and you know different attitudes. Uh, uh, you know, why shouldn't uh, women be paid as much for working with
1: men? Well, that's really so why- what people are afraid of. I mean, that's what the fear. You
0: know, right. You know, the fear you know, of the, the rebel- established
1: order. You know, right. Right. And right. so you know, it was something that, that
2: that needed to be stomped out, according to the established order. You know, the powers that be. And it, you know, it's 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 a process of. Uh, uh, of uh, elimination uh, that continues to this day in many quarters.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. And know. really, what would happen if Bob Dylan didn't give the Beatles that joint? Who I mean, knows? On, it's, it's, <laughs> it's also very. It also stimulates creativity in a way that that not many other pharmaceuticals can boast.
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it stimulates creativity. Many people say that. Uh, Carl Sagan, uh, uh, William F. Buckley—you uh, know, I mean, some some very brilliant people, uh, you know, used marijuana and 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 sang its praises.
0: You know, I have to say, I, I was I was not aware that William F. Buckley uh, had said that, but I, I I'm I'm glad that he did. <laughs> you know, I he, he he was he was one of the few uh people who who I disagreed with that I that, that I really thought still knew something, you know.
2: Oh yeah, well, he was brilliant um, for a conservative Republican.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know one of the one of the best debates to this day, and I mean, I you know, I, and I still say it was uh, was the debate in nineteen sixty nine, or maybe it was sixty eight, between uh, William F. Buckley and Noam Chomsky on uh, the Vietnam War. It was fantastic. I mean, you know, two mm-hmm. two intellectual giants in a room together, and uh, both of them actually agree on the topic of marijuana uh, and medical and medicinal marijuana, especially.
2: Yeah, yeah, You know, I, I really thought that, uh, that, uh, the religious argument would hold sway. I mean, here, here our country is founded on religious freedom and, uh, and, you know, certain religions like the Rastafarians, you know, have a, have a sincere religious belief, uh, and, and that marijuana is a, plays a central role in their, in their religion. And yet, uh, and yet this was not, you know, I mean, uh, it, it's not, they're denied the practice of their own of their religion here in America. You know, I, to me, to me, that's that's unconscionable uh, that that uh, that this could go on. That, that that the United States does not recognize that certain people in certain religions do have a sincere religious belief. You know, that marijuana plays a central role in their in their religious uh, uh,
0: outlook. Oh, absolutely, and I mean, there was a uh, an article that came out. Few, I don't know uh, James I don't know if you read this I know that we 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 talked Which about one? It. the 4000 the 4, year old grave of a shaman uh where they oh, found, yes, in, yes. in the uh-huh. uh, I don't know what province it was but it was it was a, a province in northern China and they had found a bag of 4000 year old marijuana with well not a bag but you know a sack of 4000 year old marijuana with him right. in, in in his right. grave and that there was some entheogenic use to 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 the substance and i and I was reading also somewhere else, and I was having a discussion with a good friend and uh, who who is uh, very familiar with ayahuasca shamanism, and he says that uh you know marijuana is used by by certain shamans and certain other uh you know indigenous healers to uh, bring about that that healing process
1: well come on let's let's just face it, be fair, be real if we could recognize wine as a sacrament. Why not marijuana? Yeah, just, no, that's, I mean, that's it's a why exclude one as opposed to another? There is no monopoly over what kind of a drug can be used as a sacrament. Um, it's, it's a silly distinction to make to begin with, I think. So, um, yeah, so the religious argument is also there for sure. And,
2: but uh, but we've we've kind of gone far afield from uh, yeah. So my
1: I guess I wanted to Maryland. swing back around to uh, what is the New Jersey Medical Marijuana Coalition working on now? What is what's your focus? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, um, right now we are we are working to expand the qualifying conditions. We're working to expand access. Um, and uh you know, no, we're, you guys don't we're, have dispensaries
1: yeah. there? Do you have dispensaries there in, in New Jersey? Well we have
2: there's one dispensary that was opened and it's in, in three and a half years since the bill passed into law, uh Greenleaf Alternative Treatment Center in Montclair, New Jersey has, has given marijuana to about hundred and forty patients. In the three and a half years since the bill passed into law, so we find that pretty, pretty, um, pretty terrible. Really, quite.
1: And, and considering are- in the five mile radius around my house, there's probably maybe thirty places.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you live in uh, Seattle, Seattle, Washington. Right. So
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, I live in Seattle, Washington. So yeah, around my around my neighborhood, and actually in many of the neighborhoods in Seattle, it's there's one every couple blocks. So it's
2: so oh really, how about that? So we uh, there are there are about a thousand people who have gotten ID cards from the State Department of Health, uh, and uh, so you know there's um, over I don't know eight hundred people who were just waiting. And uh, but right now, the only alternative treatment center that was open, Greenleaf in Montclair, has temporarily closed down. Or they say they have some supply supply problems. So there we have no. There's no legal source of medical marijuana at at, at this day in new jersey um uh, the the department of health did say that uh, they issued one more permit to grow uh for an alternative treatment center in egg harbor township which is just outside of atlantic city um and uh but they they don't expect to be open until september and uh or at the earliest and there's another one up in woodbridge which is in central jersey and that that is uh that's Pretty much, they think that's on track to open in in either yeah. the fall or the beginning of 2014.
0: So basically, patients have no access to medical marijuana as of today in New Jersey. Patients who have been who have been getting it don't don't have yes. access. N- no, no longer Even, have access. Yeah, to yeah it.
2: a glaucoma patient. You know, a, a glaucoma patient has. Um, you know, um, she started getting her medicine. Her 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 glaucoma was responding to the treatment, and now she doesn't have medicine, and now she's facing eye surgery again. So you know, I mean, it's terrible. Uh, uh, the, and one of the worst things is that um, the uh, patients still get arrested, even patients with ID cards. You know, if they have a small amount of marijuana that they've they've obtained from somewhere else, you know, the police are not giving any breaks about this. You know, if you have marijuana, it's still you know you're busted, buddy. Uh, and um, uh, you know, they're facing court time. Uh, there's a terrible story about Mike, Mike Uh We had a, we had a we had a press conference in June, at this in the State House. We got a room in the State House, and and we uh, we talked about a number of issues there. And and Mike Michelli was one of the guys who testified. And he he was a young father who was growing marijuana to control his Crohn's disease, uh, and he was busted for that. And they took his baby away from him. You know, I, I, you know it, it was just absolutely terrible. He he had to have supervised visits to his own child. Uh, uh, and, and and just, after he then he stopped using marijuana mm-hmm. when he stopped using marijuana his his Crohn's disease went wild and he, he had to go for two major abdominal surgeries uh and uh, um so then finally he gets a medical marijuana id card uh he, he's got the id card he he can't get access to the to the medicine because he lives in south jersey and they were the the one alternative treatment center when it was open was only serving people in north jersey so he obtained marijuana from somewhere else he got busted and now because of his prior bust he's facing 2 years in prison so you know it's just with, terrible stories with, story. with like, Crohn's disease
0: and without any medicine
2: right and and he you know the the state just doesn't they can't provide him with the medicine that he's entitled to and yet they punish him when he gets medicine you know um, when they when he goes outside of that and i believe that he went to a uh an out of state um place and, and actually purchase the marijuana legally. But anyway, and then the other thing is we're we're we, we are supporting this bill in New Jersey S twenty eight forty two, which would uh simplify access to medical marijuana for minors. Where there's a, a young child, a two year old girl named Vivian Wilson who's been uh who has Dravet syndrome, which is a, a seizure disorder. And you know, all pharmaceutical have been tried on her in her two years of life, and and nothing's been working for her. But but uh, the family is convinced that uh, a type of marijuana that's not available in New Jersey, uh, a high CBD strain and a low THC, you know, in an edible form would control uh, this uh, young toddler's um, uh, seizures. And so so they are um, they have been very active um, along with uh, another child has. Uh, um, you know the same disorder um, uh, uh Jackson uh storms uh, young 13 or 14 year old boy uh and they've been uh, lobbying the uh, legislature to make it easier for ma- minors to get uh, to get access to marijuana in New Jersey and right now minors have to have three physician three separate physicians uh sign off on their uh, uh, sign off on them today
1: the diagnosis to
2: to, to get an id card right well Mm. uh, the diagnosis is uh, well in 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 the in the cases of the Drave syndrome the diagnosis was made by a neurologist who signed off on it and said uh yes you know marijuana should be used in this case because we've tried other things and it doesn't work and it's not working and and the child's having terrible seizures i mean well
1: that should uh, be enough right there i mean yeah right
2: but but the law, not the law the regulations that that the Christie administration imposed said not only does a, a the prescribing doctor have to sign off on it, but a pediatrician has to sign off on it, and a psychiatrist has to sign off on it.
0: Oh, you are going to be well, kidding these, me!
2: You know these these uh, you know this, these the bureaucracy had, you know, makes me want to vomit. A, a great deal of difficulty, difficulty you know, getting all this, uh getting these three doctors to sign off on it, and. And they didn't have the the high CBD medicine because the the other thing the Christie administration did was they said only three strains of marijuana are allowed to be grown in in New Jersey of wow. all the different types of marijuana only three, what? and so yeah so and that high CBD uh, and the low THC is you know only useful for certain conditions so so obviously that would not be um, you know one of the three that is grown.
1: Well, and here, it's not available in here in and, Washington, and, and uh, there's yeah. a there's a well, you know the different the different dispensaries you go to specialize in different things, and there are, I mean, there is a whole new market for boutique extractions of like BHO or high, like you said, high cannabinoids versus high. Mm-hmm. THC or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that people are looking for. Right, and there are these people who are sort of like underground experts on Mm -hmm. which oil or which extraction or which preparation is better for, say, muscle stiffness as opposed to joint pain. When you think they're both supposed to be treated as chronic pain, well, no, there's a difference depending on which system you wanna you wanna affect. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, places like New Jersey, if you're only limited to three strains, you're not really maximizing any of that.
2: Yes, yes. It's a very sophisticated industry in the West, uh, in, in California and in Washington and Oregon. Uh, but believe me, it's, it's, uh, it's a very primitive industry here in New Jersey.
1: And so at the federal level, what is, what is the problem? I mean, what is the Obama industry's reasoning behind... Being, you know, being well, they stubborn they, about this issue. Uh, well, they insist
2: that that marijuana has no accepted medical uses, and and they say that it. it, it uh, uh because they ha- it has not passed fda approval it has not it has not you know gone through the type of clinical trials that that the fda would that uh, would lead to fda approval but at the same time the federal government has been blocking these clinical trials they've been blocking the large scale clinical trials in a number of different ways um you know they they refuse to uh, guarantee that they will have a sufficient uh... amount of marijuana available to even conduct these trials and uh... although they do do some, they have allowed some small clinical trials which have been very positive in terms of its results for marijuana's safety and efficacy uh... you would think that after these small trials were done they would definitely lead to large-scale clinical trials but but no they it's just impossible to get done here in in the united states so it's really a catch-22 you know they 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 say that uh, it doesn't have fda approval but they don't allow the kind of studies that would lead to fda approval
1: and and, and you then know, they, there's then, no pharmaceutical industries with um you know patent license applications waiting actually,
2: to actually go. the federal the federal government has a patent on uh antioxidant uh, and neuroprotective uh, uh properties of uh various cannabinoids surprisingly enough i mean i, I don't know how they can have a uh uh, a patent on the therapeutic uh of of marijuana and and at the same time you know deny that there are that, that marijuana has therapeutic usefulness you know it it it's just it's just i can't justify it i mean to me it's it's uh you have to you have to be part of orwellian devil think to even understand this.
1: So yeah, I guess my question is is this is this a political calculation that Obama is making or does he I mean, he can't really believe what what he's saying?
2: I would well, hope not. You know, the DEA, the DEA is a, is a powerful uh, uh agency uh in 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 federal government and uh uh you know, this uh, it 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 brings up, you know, the entire industry, you know, to they would have to they would have to really dismantle an entire huge industry.
1: Well, yeah, one of the things that I saw, I mean, immediately when Washington de- de- decriminalized marijuana was they just started releasing people from jail. Mm-hmm. People who were awaiting who were awaiting trial or in jail awaiting, you know, awaiting being sentenced on on possession charges, they were just all released and all those cases were dropped. And then they started yeah. retroactively releasing people. And then the people who they were busting on the streets selling, you know, dime bags, um, they had to let those people go and give them back their marijuana because suddenly, you know, having a small amount of marijuana on your person is no longer a crime. And all of, uh, there was just this whole backlash in, in Seattle specifically, but the state of Washington in general. From the medical marijuana community against this decriminalization bill because they didn't want the medical marijuana industry threatened. The medical marijuana industry became the people opposing legalization more vocally than anybody else. Right, about which that. was which was a really weird turn of events here. And my friend right. Dominic Holden was right. right in the middle of all this. He's a writer for *A Stranger*, and he was became the target of the people in the medical marijuana industry, um, because he was very in favor of legalization. And uh, of course, I think since then, most of the people in the, in the industry have done an about face and say it was a good thing because of all of these people who are no longer being held in prison right, or in right. jail just because they were, they had a very small amount of marijuana on them or, you mm-hmm. know, we're trying to fill a prescription for something, um, either legally or illegally. So yeah, yeah there's, yep, yep. There's, you know, and that and that has a ripple effect across a lot of industries, I would think. You know, the mm-hmm. law enforcement and uh, lawyers and defense and defense attorneys and whatever. I mean, things that you can't even foresee bail bondsmen and, you know, the whole right, legal right. justice yeah. system. Yeah. Um, it's, it's weird how things become entrenched and then you can't back out of them very easily. Oh, man.
0: Don't even yeah. get me started on the prison in, the prison industrial complex. Well,
1: that's a whole different
3: topic. Yeah. You can get in that in another show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. <laughs> getting no
3: Just as just as a side note, I worked for the New Jersey Department of
2: Corrections for 22 years as a registered nurse. So, I'm very familiar with the prison industrial complex. Quite uh,
0: quite I you know, there was uh, what 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 well what, what, what really spurred me on this issue was I I I heard a case in in uh, Pennsylvania I think it was where they they had a it wasn't even an in an, an adult detention facility it was a minor detention facility right, uh, right. and they you know the judge was basically uh, you know the, the 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 guy who owned the prison it was a private prison basically had the judge in his back pocket so he would just <clears> roll out conviction after conviction after conviction after conviction you know for kids like you know 15 16 years old 14 for, you know, charges that are, you know, almost, right. I mean, th- th- that are negligible for, I mean, you know, for adults or for really any normal criminal justice system. And then once they get there, they were extending their stay. So they would get there, okay, you're in six months, and they would stay eight months. Right. Or nine yeah.
1: months. And yeah, we, you know, right. we, yeah, that's we, called padding their time because of, you know, they get in a fight in the jail yard or something like that. But right, yeah, right. Or,
0: Do anything, I mean, it's, it's disgusting, but.
1: Right. So, and it's weird when you think about it that you, we we arrest these people and then we put them in a place where we're paying for their rent and their and their three meals a day um, on the taxpayers' dime, for, for, and for, they're not being rehabilitated for doing. Yeah, I mean,
0: and 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 I mean, when it comes to marijuana, for for doing something that, that that's not even hurting themselves. Yeah. <laughs> not only are they not hurting other people, they're not hurting themselves. So, right. so 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 where so where's the problem? You know, I mean, where is the issue? Doesn't uh, make
3: a lick of I, sense.
0: It doesn't. No. So no. Ken, wh- why don't you tell us where we can find out a little bit more about uh, about your work, about the coalition for medical well, you, marijuana uh, New Jersey, you,
2: uh, and so on? Yeah. Uh, the Coalition for Medical Marijuana, in New Jersey, uh we're a five oh one C three nonprofit educational organization. Uh we were formed in um, March of two thousand and three, so we just had our ten year anniversary. A couple of months ago. Oh,
0: congratulations!
2: And, uh, we we have a, thank you. We have a website www.cmmnj.org, which are the, which are the initials for the Coalition for Medical Marijuana in New Jersey, and uh, you know we're, we're a very uh, low budget uh, organization. We uh, uh, so sometimes we struggle to keep our website up to date, but we always keep the uh, blog part up to date, and you can find um you can find our uh, monthly meetings uh, that we have uh, on the second tuesday of every month you can find the minutes and the agenda for that on, on our blog site on our website and if you if you go there and and uh, put your email address in uh uh, we will send you the uh, monthly updates uh, on what's going on in New Jersey and we're also of course very very uh, active on friends of uh, CMMNJ uh, on Facebook uh, so we have a very active presence there we have 800, over 800 people on our friends page uh, and one other thing that we're very that I'm very involved with right now uh, I'm also uh, I'm involved with several uh, national organizations one is uh, Patients Out of time I'm on their uh, advisory board and we formed the American Cannabis Nurses Association uh which is um, a, a group of it's a national organization dedicated to integrating the science of the endocannabinoid system and and cannabis-based medicines into the practice of nursing so so you know we'd like to uh, uh give, a, give a shout out to that it's uh, a very new organization but cannabisnurse.org uh,
1: cannabisnurse.org that's great yes
2: that's our uh our website there, and we're also on Facebook. So, um, you know, we're we're um, we're keeping the uh, fires burning here in New Jersey. Yeah, and uh, I
1: just wanted to uh, I wanted to kind of wrap up here. Um, back in 2003, I, I proudly and very sternly, stubbornly announced to a friend of mine that within five years, marijuana would be legalized across the the nation at a federal level. <laughs> it's it's taken much longer than that but here in washington it's been legalized and in colorado it's been legalized and we've got all of these other medical marijuana initiatives and and regulations and laws now all over the state all over the uh, all over the nation all over the country and it's only because of organizations like yours that stuff like this happens it doesn't happen Thank just you. by me announcing it or me believing in it it's only because of people like you who are out there Doing the activism on a day to day basis and making stuff happen. And I'm really proud that you guys are out there doing it and making change happen. And, uh, it's just really great to see the American dream of democracy at a grassroots level actually taking place in my lifetime and, and things changing for the better. So thank you very much for, yes, what you're well, doing.
2: Then, thank you. Thank you for your kind words.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, All right, Jake, you um, are, you are the boots I, on the it. ground. So I have to tip my hat to you for that one. We are armchair generals.
2: <laughs> um,
0: yeah, so, Ken, thanks so much for joining us tonight. It was a great show. Really enjoyed it. James. That oh, was my pleasure, Jake. Thanks for uh, being with us yeah, as thanks, always. Thanks, Ken.
1: Thanks, Donnie. Yes,
0: Donnie, don't. thank you for... Uh, oh, it was my pleasure. ...chiming in. And uh, I'm your host, Jake Kettle. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We... Uh, you can find us at dosenation.com, www.dosenation.com. Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash dosenation. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash dosenation. We're also on uh, YouTube and SoundCloud now. The YouTube account is Dose video, and the SoundCloud account is soundcloud.com forward slash dosenation. I'm going to be... Putting some uh, exclusive content there, so hopefully you guys will be able to take a look at it and enjoy it. So make sure you go follow those two pages. And in addition, when you go to dosenation.com you can buy *Psychedelic Information Theory*, which is James's book. Oh, thank um, you. Shamanism <laughs> in the Age of Reason. Um, you can you can buy it through there, and not only can you buy his book through there, but you can buy a whole host of other recommended books. And uh, when you go through our website, we get an we get an Amazon affiliate credit. So please. Uh, buy books through our website or eBooks. yeah or, or ebooks. Or... or
1: action figures and toys for your kids <laughs>
0: do you sell those on
1: the website <laughs> at amazon sure they sell everything oh no yeah
0: or, 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 or whatever you're going to buy just buy it through your station. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna buy a new vacuum for your pool no
1: okay <laughs> yeah, all right if you're gonna buy that new $130 glass bomb buy yeah it through amazon. buy it through Amazon click <laughs> through Dostation
0: Yes, and then, okay. and then and then <laughs> yeah, it goes it goes right to uh, the studio functions. All right, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you uh, next week. Have a good night, everybody.